TV, anime, video games, books, Star Trek, Marvel, My Hero, Hook. It don't matter what you into, don't matter what you do, here on Nerd Shit, we got something for you. Welcome to Hypothetically Sound Presents Nerd Shit, where we talk about nerd shit, and we're going on with another review of Avatar The Last Airbender, the live action on Netflix. Uh, this episode, we're talking about episode three and four, uh, so let's just get right into it. Alec, how did you like episode three of Avatar The Last Airbender? Uh, episode three showed a lot of changes to the series, like mm-hmm. that the directors did and Netflix did, including like introducing Tao. And uh, Sai, who didn't have a name in the show, I'm pretty sure. They just referred to him as Mechanis. Yeah, yeah. Um, super early, um, which is interesting. Because mm-hmm, they're supposed to be introduced, what, like, episodes like 10 and or something like that. It was like, it, it's late in the first season. Like, yeah. right before they get to the Water Temple, they meet him at the air, the Northern Air Temple. Which the apparently they're just getting rid of. Well, yeah, it's just my assumption. assumption. Yeah, assuming that that's not going to happen now because mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Um, so that was an interesting change. Um, along with they had Jet come in, who also I don't think shows up until after they meet Boomy in the series. Yeah, like, they start because, like, uh, from what I remember doing a little research, uh, they started so episode three starts about episode five of the anime. Uh, which makes sense because that would episode three would be episode five if they're doing like two episodes per uh, episode of the live action, and then yeah, Jet shows up who I'm pretty sure is like eleven, twelve, thirteen in the series, like later down in the series. So kind of threw me off a little bit seeing him. Um, I also thought Jet was Hi- uh, Haru when I first saw him, mm-hmm. and the fact uh, I think we mentioned in episode one, we don't, I didn't see him on the cast list. Uh, yeah. So it means that they probably aren't going to do it, which in fact means they probably aren't going to do any of the uh, after Omashu arcs. We haven't yeah. seen anything past four, by the way. So yeah, uh, and if you guys have aren't uh, up into the anime like we are, what he's referring to is they get captured essentially and put into a Earthbender prison uh, where they run into a kid who's practicing Earthbending, uh, and then there's a whole arc about them breaking out of the Earthbender prison from the Fire Nation, uh, getting the Earthbenders to take back their powers. One of my favorite little arcs. Uh, so I'm sad if it's not going to be in episode five or six. But we'll, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, it looks less and less likely that it's actually in the show, which is sad to me. Yeah, I think it was a good arc that kind of showed, like, even, like, after Omashu and... Uh... Like, I don't know if they hint at Bossing Say during it, but Omashu seeming like somewhat of a safeguard against mm-hmm. uh, Fire Nation. It shows that, like, they still had influence in the Earth Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, which I think was just, like, nice. Plus, you had the side story of Jet and the Freedom Fighters, uh, and they made allies with Haru and all the Earthbenders that they helped save mm-hmm. off the ship. So, that, that, yeah, that's something I wanted to talk about, too, is. Uh, while I get they wanted to limit the side quests that Aang does, uh, I think that takes away a lot of his, uh, avatarness, like, for lack of a better word. The whole thing in the anime is Aang did these side quests, but he got people to believe in the avatar again and be his allies that set up for later fights. 
And, like, by him not doing some of the things he's done, like, it, it just feels like we're jipping him of this growth of uh, accepting becoming the Avatar while still trying to run away with it, which he isn't doing at all in this series so far up to episode four. Is He's just like, yep, I'm the Avatar. Yep, I need to go fight. Yep, I need to go do this. When That's not what Aang had did at all. Aang ran away from the responsibilities of being the Avatar. He wanted to be a normal 13-year-old kid who just happens to be a bender. And we're getting zero of this, I don't want to be the Avatar. And we're getting fully... I accept, I'm just scared that I'm not good enough. Mm. Instead of, I don't want to be the Avatar, I don't want the responsibilities, I don't want to fight, I just want to be a kid like everybody else, and it's, I'm a little disappointed in that. Yeah, I believe we did mention that again last episode, mm-hmm. how weird it was, and how annoying that would get as we mm-hmm. went on, and I agree, after like, additional two episodes, it's kind of like, damn. Yeah, Aang, Aang is weird. Like he's just mm-hmm. weird. He's just weird character at the core now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not showing the allies is really just interesting because now I'm future episodes, and I'm not saying they can't do it in season two. They probably will, mm-hmm. honestly. But like, just from what we have at the moment, if they ever decide to skip forward to the, the final fight, he has no allies to help him fight that war. Yeah, the final battle, right? And like yeah, like you said, don't go wrong. There's still time for them to introduce other characters that don't. But like at this moment, it would be such a drastic change for him to all of a sudden start like gaining these friendships when right now he seems head set on going and doing what he needs to do. I can see them in like season two or three, depending on how fast they go. Mm-hmm. I can see them adding it to the series. Yeah, or, I guess to uh, to the stories when they head back to Ba Sing Se, mm-hmm. but like still, it just seems like an easy point to hit super quick. Yeah, uh, for that episode because they didn't do all of Jet stuff too. Jet was weird as well. It was seemed kind of rush. Like Katara had this weird like Insta crush, which kind of semi accurate, mm-hmm. uh, except. I feel like Jet just talked to him for what five minutes and got him in the gay and then bounced. Yeah, and she was like for Jet when like in the an, uh, anime, they were way. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Jet actually charmed like all three of them to an extent. Yeah, minus Sokka because Sokka was like jealous slash like protective over her sister at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in, in the in the live action. Sokka and Aang were just like, fuck Jet right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, oh, it was him. There was like, no, like, whatever. And then they had the argument, which also was kind of weird because they haven't really set up that much of a dynamic between Sokka and Katara up until that point. Yeah. Of arguing constantly. And then you get the argument about Jet and then you get the argument inside the tunnels. Just like, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that's just weird because they literally weren't arguing any time really before that. Or even showing like minor hostility, yeah, over their traumas, like outside of him telling her not to earthbend because he's afraid. Waterbend, but yeah, or waterbend. Sorry, I was thinking of other stuff I was gonna talk about after you're done. But yeah, other than him telling her not to waterbend because Fire Nation kills waterbenders, uh, yeah, they they had no real arguments up until that point. That wasn't even an argument because she took. It seemed like her character took it as a warning, like like mm-hmm. yeah, I know I shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. 
Uh, no, but so I'm gonna take off my cap as like a fan of the anime. If I'm a casual viewer uh, who saw all this hype around this show, it's trending on Netflix. Yeah, let's watch it. It's a new Netflix show. I would be perfectly okay and entertained by episode three. Uh, like without knowing Jet and the mechanics, I and everybody, like I would have been okay with the episode and how it transpired and getting to see these new characters, the little band. Uh, the argument would make sense because they're on opposite sides. Like, you get to see how infatuated she becomes with Jet, how uh, infatuated Sakura comes uh, with the mechanist. So, it makes sense the argument from a non uh, anime fan or a source material fan. So, the episode made sense that way. And I enjoyed it without that. But knowing, like you said, knowing uh, everything that ha- transpires in the source material. It is weird to true fans of Avatar. Um, the cat, yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, and I'll say that again later on too. Mm-hmm. Like, not know, like if I was not knowing the source material, I like this concept of Avatar is still just super cool. And yeah, I like, think, yeah, go ahead. I said, I, I think since there's already uh, such an established IP like Avatar. That it makes it really hard for the writers to make these changes without it being criticized or seen like as not good by core, like cartoon fans. So, mm-hmm. no, I agree. It's like as a casual fan, and I, I still think that's what Netflix is shooting for mostly. Uh, and we can tell by the small nods they give to source material fans, uh, like the cabbages and them uh, writing down the shoot at the end of episode four these are just nods to the source material fans while they're i honestly think their pinpoint is non-source fans they want to bring in new fans so they can create their own thing uh which which is fine that's what that's what adaptions are meant to do uh you make it your own by taking some of the source material and making it your own so Mm -hmm. that's that's what adaptions are for uh, it's just it is for true fans who have been waiting for this for so long. It is heartbreaking to them. Uh, but honestly, I think at the end of the day, they're going to be the minority in the fandom of Avatar. I don't think they're going to be the minority because, like, the fandom doesn't exist without these fans. Like beforehand, because there is no other media. It's literally just the two mm-hmm. series, right? I and I don't think this live action, the new fans of the live action, what it will outweigh the the fans that literally made the live action happen. I do think, however, people, a lot of people will just sit and watch through it, anyways. Mm-hmm. And I also think it'll bring more people to the cartoon for those who are either disgusted by the remake or want to see the source material. Mm-hmm. All I would say is for the pay- people who are mad at the live action, just. Wait a year, you'll get your animated movie that's hopefully still being made by the original creators, the original writers. It is. And it's going to be Avatar Studios. At least. Yeah. That, that's another thing. They made Avatar Studios. This has nothing to do with Avatar Studios. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't even have anything to do with the original writers because they left due to a lot of the decisions that were made in this series. And yeah. I don't honestly blame them, but especially when we get to episode four. Yeah. No, they definitely left because. Like I said, Netflix is a business. They have bosses that they have to talk to, shareholders they have to 
make happy and the writers the creators wanted things like their source materials written netflix had to do it in the best way they thought they would make money and get new fans and it's just part of media nowadays media just in general forever like uh if one for ones are what you want you're just never gonna get it even and don't get me wrong this isn't one for one this is even close to one for two like they're taking great liberties with the source material and that's just is how things work unfortunately for us fans of original source materials and again i think that is fine to an extent it's when you start changing the core of characters Mm -hmm. or making changes that don't make sense which again pushes us up into episode four in my opinion yeah yeah hit it um the Boomy is one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. in Avatar. And um, I will say, if I didn't have the source material, I think Boomy is done decent. Yeah. However, knowing what Boomy is and how he's supposed to be, I think going for a realistic, bitter old man was not the move. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand 100 Years of War. Uh, does something to you, all this stuff. Boomy in the series went from a crazy creative kid to just um, a crazy creative old man that went through war mm-hmm. who could probably kill you 10,000 ways with her bending easy, right? Yeah, who just saw who just saw his best friend come back. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like he's just a crazy senile old man at his core. He is uh, hopeful. They even mentioned in the series that Boomy lost hope. They took that away. He's a hopeful man, especially with seeing the Avatar come back. Mm-hmm. He teaches the Avatar a lesson before Aang even knows him. It, yeah. Like, knows it's Boomy. Like, during that whole time with Boomy, he doesn't know until the very end that it's Boomy, you know? Yeah. Like, he has, like, slight suspicions. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think, like, that, taking that away kind of is not great. Like, I absolutely yeah. hated that. Uh, the whole time we were watching it, I was just like, I can't. Uh, fucking butchered Boomy, bro. They mm-hmm. actually butchered him. Um, I was fine-ish with Aang recognizing him right away. But then they just went just downhill from there. Yeah. Um, It was just weird. It just made him a bitter old man. And I again, realistic standing. Probably more realistic having him being bitter. 100 years of war does that to you, and like yeah. Avatar's missing. So all he knows is that his friend Aang died, probably, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you see Aang alive, still 12. Don't know how the hell that happened, none of that stuff. But yeah, it just, I don't know. It just wasn't good. Yeah. And I think, as you said, as source material fans, Boomy was a great character. The whole episode was fantastic. The trials that he puts Aang through, and then for Aang to see get the realization like, hey, this is my friend, uh, was fantastic. Uh, and, and still they, giving him war lessons during that. Yeah. And they, they did take, I feel like they took that away, and they didn't need to even in this universe of darker, more realistic uh, war times, I, he still could have been this person. Uh, it that the entire Earth Kingdom right there is isolated from the war, for the most part. Like they have spies and and whatnot, but like 
they're isolated from the rest of the war. Hence why he says at the end of the episode, they're joining the war. Uh, so it would make sense if he was this senile, crazy, game-playing old man who we see in the anime series, but they chose not to do that. And and it was so obvious they were going to do it. As soon as they flashed back and they had him do the laugh, you knew that laugh, it, that was going to be the cue for him to recognize and they were going to do it super quickly. And I was I was upset about it. Uh, and it just, it took away, I think it took away from the lessons for Aang. Like, the whole time, Aang, I think, is seeing everything as a joke still. Or, and not even as a joke. I think he's upset that... Face value. All, yeah, he's taking that face value, and he's upset that he has to go through all this. And he's not learning anything. And I think that was the issue. And then even at the end, the lesson he learned wasn't that uh, he needs to be what he learns in anime. It's, oh, I can do it with friends. Uh, and I don't know. It was just, it was just weird. Um, yeah, it, it really was. I think like a couple little details that bothered me as well. Ice bending looked weird as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, Another character who, again, it just doesn't hit the same for me is Zuko, mentioned yeah. in previously. He's just so sassy, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's funny at this point. Like, I'm, I'm more laughing at a lot of his sassiness. But he was being real sassy fighting Aang. Yeah. Like, I was like, don't use firebending. And he's like, I don't need firebending to beat this boy. Like, bro, why are you saying it like that? Like, why mm-hmm. are you... Why are you so sassy for no reason? Yeah. And then as they're going, another small detail is no one's seen an airbender in their lifetime. And everyone's just acting like it's cool. Like, yeah, Yeah. this is normal, right? Like, he's airbending and no one's batting an eye. And I also think on that realm is he is known in the entire world. He is the son of... Of the strongest general in the world, the leader of the Fire Nation. People know that he had a scar on his eye and is burned. Dude takes off his mask, start fighting. No one f- freaks out that the prince of the Fire Nation yeah. is in this Earth Kingdom. He should have got locked up instantly. And then when he was seen in costume trying to find his uncle, you're telling me as a higher commanding Earthbender... In the Earthbender army, you don't know who this man is? And you just let yeah. him go? Also, like, you don't know any recruits that have a giant... You haven't heard rumors of a recruit with a giant burn on his face? Like, how do you get that? Right? That, w- that would be new. Why does this recruit have a burn? <laughs> on his face, yeah. Um, we also saw Zu- uh, Zuko. Oops. We also saw Azula for the first yeah. time. Like, actually. Um, Azula, Ty Lee, and May. Yep. Uh, it was very I, short, but mm-hmm. yeah, we only saw those. We saw them for the first time, so that was interesting. I liked it. I liked their casting. I liked how they acted it. Like it, I saw f- like three minutes of them, so I cannot mm-hmm. comment. So it it, it 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 came off. I think so far they seem the closest to their characters in that little bit of time frame we saw. I thought they were the closest to their actual uh, anime characters than anybody else in the show so far. 
uh, even how she talked, how they reacted, and their body language, it seemed like they did some research on their character and decided to be that character. That's fair. I, I, I haven't seen enough of them to really judge. True, true. Hopefully, when we, we'll see them more, and hopefully we get more of them, because I, I like them. I think they're great characters in the show. In the animated show. But uh, overall, how 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 you feel those last two episodes? I like I said, I enjoyed three. Four was disappointing. Even the cave, uh, like we got the song, which was awesome. Secret uh, tunnel. Uh, yeah. but even the tunnel was a little disappointing because again, like their arguing is out of nowhere. Like there was no tension before this point for it to bubble over. And you can say, well, they were blah, blah, blah in the South, and they were holding this tension, but there's no indication of this tension at any point. There was no don't boss me around up until this point. Uh, and so it was a little weird uh, to me. But, you know, that's TV for you. <laughs> that's media for you. Uh, yeah. What did you think? <laughs> um... Episode three was all right. Uh, like I said, it really kind of na- like put put a nail that they're just throwing episodes together mm-hmm. uh, to save time for some reason, since there's not really a timeline in the series anymore. Yeah. Um. But episode four, I absolutely did not like at all. Uh I wasn't a fan of it. I didn't think you were going to be. Like... Uh, the hero scenes and stuff were cool. Mm-hmm. I was cool with all the Iroh scenes. All the yeah, Iroh was. Uh, I love Iroh. I love him as an actor. Yeah, I think well. he did pretty. I think he's doing pretty well. I think mm-hmm. uh, him and Zuko's dynamic as well together. Like I'm warming up to Zuko a little bit more. He's no Dante Basco, but like I'm just accepting him as sassy Zuko at this point. Yeah, I'm. I'm done. Like I, I complained the whole time we were watching it that he wasn't like as intimidating or as angry or as serious as. I thought he should be, but that's not Dante, what the goal Dante's for Dante's too him. good. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, Dante's just too good, man. It's yeah. really hard to compare to the original. I just have Zuko to get was one of the best uh, characters. I just have to go with this. Zuko is a more emotionally vulnerable and sassy boy. He's sassy, sassy boy, like his uncle. Uh, I want some more tea in my life with Iroh, but uh, at least they they well, put yeah. a little emphasis on tea being a big thing for him in this ep- uh, episode. So that was good. Uh, for me, I'm a mm-hmm. Iroh is my favorite character, so hopefully, uh, they keep expanding and we keep they keep doing good things with them. Yeah, yeah. So the Iroh scenes and stuff were good. They kind of salvaged salvaged the episode because honestly, I was I was ready to stop watching <laughs> anytime Boomy was on the screen. Man, I'll be real. I'll be real. Uh, uh yeah. Uh, for future episodes, if you turn in and all of a sudden we're talking about the rest of the show, it's because we gave up on it. Uh, yeah, watch I'm sitting. I'm gonna watch it all. And I'll probably I'll watch future yeah. ones because I, I like will always media, support but, Avatar. Okay, but it doesn't mean I like it. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> As a fan, like I'm just at some point the 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 separation will happen where I'll just stop watching it as the Avatar anime fan and just watch it as this is Netflix's thing, uh, and just take it as that. It's still kind of better than the um. M Night Shyamalan movie, mm-hmm. but it's it, uh, it's a pretty low bar. I if they ever get that bad, I don't I don't know. But yeah, it's a pretty low bar. 
Last thing I want to talk about real quick, and I saw, because I've seen it over other people's reviews on TikTok and everything, stop bitching so much about CGI. Holy cannoli. I don't know what everybody expects, but people are bitching about water bending and, like... Nigga, did you just say holy cannoli? (laughs) I'm hungry. Uh... Yeah, I can tell. Uh, no, I, I come up with different words, so I'm not cussing all the time. No, like, just people were just bitching about the water bending, and, like, I, I, I don't know what you expect. Like, we're, we're not water. that advanced yet. Like, we have really cool things. It costs a lot of money. Like, do you want super realistic water bending, or do you want multiple things happening that are super cool and needed for the show because they spend all the money on water bending they can't put it in other aspects of it like i don't know i don't know if you understand how much it costs to have a flying uh air bison and how much it costs to have momo on the freaking screen why do you think dragons stop appearing in game of thrones it's too expensive companies aren't gonna pay for it enjoy it enjoy it for what it is because like they could take it away because it costs too much money Sorry, Laurent. Man, you seem so angry and passionate about CGI. <laughs> Man's a CGI artist on the side, apparently. God <laughs> damn. Just not very good at it. Any last words for the people at home? Nothing. A shout out if you're still watching the series or haven't watched it yet. Shout out to y'all. Yeah. If you're still watching it, good on you, man. If you If you haven't watched it yet, Maybe give it some time to, to simmer down and people to calm down <laughs> off of it, and then and then make a decision. Uh, if you haven't watched the anime, watch this first and then watch the anime. <laughs> yeah, that's actually really good advice. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, please watch this first and then go watch it, and then don't return to it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is a one-time viewing. You don't need to repeat it. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, if you if you haven't watched any Avatar stuff and you just want to watch it for the hype, watch the movie first, then watch <laughs> the series, then watch the anime. Yeah, yeah, just like that. Well, thank you guys. Watch Korra before. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched Korra. I I just won't. I just no, I don't. I don't see the reason. It has a lot of cool concepts. Things. It has a lot of cool concepts. They fuck up a lot of things. It's kind of like it's based in Avatar. Yeah, yeah. It's like Star Wars episode 9, 10, and 11. We don't, need yeah, to we, don't talk, we don't talk about Force Awakens and all that, please. <laughs> we, uh, don't, we don't... Uh, man, that's a whole different seven, podcast. Is it right? 7, 8, 9? Yeah, 7, 8, 9, not 9, 10, 11. I don't know. All I know... 9, 10, 11, too, which is so coming honestly, out... Yeah. Why the fuck is Red <laughs> coming back? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're supposed to be done with the Skywalkers <laughs> and get that bitch off the screen, but apparently not. Now she has an incest baby. And uh, we are, we're off the rails. Thank you guys for listening. Different... Right, Thank you right. for watching. Uh, if you're listening on Podbean, come over to YouTube. You can watch us freak out on camera. If you're watching on YouTube and you want to listen to us again on Podbean or on iTunes or on Spotify, go do that. Uh, shoot follows, likes, comments. Tell us what you like, what you didn't like. You know the drill. And until next time, have a great day. Bye. Peace. God, dude, I fucking hate Star Wars. Why'd you bring that shit up, bro? <laughs> that shit made me so mad. Thank you for listening to Hypothetically Sound. 
We hope you enjoyed the episode. All episodes can be found at hypotheticallysound.podbean.com, as well as on Apple, Spotify, and Pandora. For full unedited video versions of the podcast, please visit us at youtube.com slash hypotheticallysound.